to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you uh, haven't followed the show on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you are listening on a podcast app, make sure to follow my show as well as hit five stars. Give me a great review. Write a nice review. I love reading them. Uh, That kind of stuff really helps the show. If you want to be on the show, you can send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Or you could DM me on Instagram or Twitter at strictanonymous or you can call my confessions hotline. You can call that 24-7. A lot of people call that, tell me what they want to talk about and then I'll like text them a link to book. Uh, If I don't use you for the show, I do use your anonymous confessions for my Patreon and all your voices are changed. Voices are changed on my show. They're changed on my confessions hotline. So don't worry. No one's going to know who the F you are. That's why my show is called Strictly Anonymous. (laughs) Uh, All the information I just gave you will be in my description. If you want to talk to me on the DL... I do offer that. You know, we talk for 45 minutes. I don't tape it. I don't air it. It's very confidential and anonymous. You can, if you're interested in that, send me an email. Like I said, all the information is in the description. Now, today I'm doing something uh, new. I've been adding episodes on Fridays. I do Fetish Fridays now every other Friday. And now every other Friday that I don't do Fetish Fridays, I'm going to do different kinds of episodes, episodes with experts, episodes of just certain topics. Like today, it's me and Layla London from the Curious Girl Diaries talking about anal. Other days, it'll be me and maybe a past guest just focusing on sex. So a little bit different than what I normally do and a mix of things, but you will be getting three episodes a week now. I just have backed up on content. I have so much already taped that I have to put out. So I'm going to be filling up those Fridays that are available in between Fetish Fridays. I hope you enjoy the extra content today. My episode is all about anal. I think you, if you, I said drink every time I say the word anal or Layla says the word anal, you'll be effing drunk. Okay. (laughs) That's all we talk about. We stick to that topic. I decided that that's what we were going to do. Let's just like talk about anal sex, why it's so good, why we both like it. Stories about anal. She has stories about anal sex with guys uh, and fisting. I mean, you won't believe her stories. (laughs) I have a couple funny ones. Like I said, we talk about why we like it, how you should go about doing it. You know, if you're a woman and you've tried it and it's really bad, we talk about how to do it so that it doesn't hurt. And maybe you can, you would change your mind if you try, give it another shot. Okay, that's more like it. We do talk about guys and their big issue with any kind of anal play. (laughs) And we talk about how to get your guy to be a little bit more open about it. So if you're a guy, you might want to listen and try these kinds of things out. Um... Like I said, it's Layla London, who I'm talking to. She is uh, the host of her own podcast called The Curious Girl Diary. She was on my show before. 
I was on her show. After you listen to all her salacious stories on here about anal sex, you're going to want to go listen to her there. Uh, I will put a link to her show in the description. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on talking about anal sex with Layla. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Leila London. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, Kathy? Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Now, this is something different that I'm doing. You're kind of anonymous like me, but you do put your mouth on there, which I'm like, I don't know. Can't people know who you are with your mouth? And it seemed, but no, you don't think so, right? Uh, there's only probably a few people that can identify me by my mouth. And. <laughs> Right. And she talks about it on her podcast. Okay. I sure I I do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Layla does on her show. If you haven't heard her on my podcast or you don't know about her, she has her own podcast called The Curious Girl Diaries, where you have, you know, kind of like journaled with the world your sexual escapades. You like didn't have sex for a long time and then you started having a lot of sex. Like you went from one extreme to the other, right? Wasn't that the thing? And then you talked about it. That's exactly it. I didn't have sex for three and a half years. And I woke up one day and said, this is ridiculous and decided to change it. But not only change it, I decided to document it through a podcast. And I've just been uh, making sex bucket lists, knocking things off. And here I am six years later, still going strong. Yeah. Well, you know, I just taught my son the other day about YOLO. I was like, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck does that mean? I mean, he didn't say fuck, but he was like, what is that? I'm like, you only live once. I woke him up in the middle of the night to go see the fireworks. I was like, YOLO, come on, we're going to YOLO. You only live once. And you know, That's sex right. like food is some is a pleasure in life. I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, as women, you're a little bit younger than me. I think it's hard because women do get to a certain age and it's kind of like if you don't use it, you lose it situation. But like when menopause hits, like you could really like lose touch with that part of yourself. And I think it was very smart because you did kind of, I mean, you weren't even in menopause, but you did kind of lose touch with yourself for three years. And then it, you're like, how great to find yourself again, right? And then to go start exploring. Because YOLO... You only live once, fucking Layla. Exactly. Exactly. No, I totally lost. I totally, I think I could have been like uh, almost like a menopause situation there. I was zero sex, no no drive, wasn't even thinking about it. And it's crazy because I'm very sexual and I have a high sex drive, but it is a use it or lose it. And I do tell women that because it's not, doesn't, I don't think it's, I know your age can, can play into it, but it's the same thing as exercise. If you don't go do that, it's hard. You lose touch with it. You don't want to do it. But if you're in the habit of having sex and it's like kind of on your, you know, not to be be cliche, but on your to-do list, then you'll get it done and you make it, and it becomes fun because, you know, I set little challenges and things I want to do and, you know, threesomes, this, that, the other, you know, go to a sex party, do this BDSM, learn about this, just getting all out there with my sexuality and trying different things and keeps it fresh and exciting and, and really hot. So yeah, it's been fun. Did, well, let me ask you this, because we're going to talk about anal, okay? I was always a three-input yeah. girl. I like to talk about anal because I think it gets a bad rap. It's like nobody wants to have anal, or they don't want to try anal, or they think anal is really bad because they had, you know, a guy just shoved their dick inside their ass at one time, yeah. or they're a guy and they think they're going to be gay. So, you know, I think anal gets a bad rap. So, 
you know, with this new thing that I'm going to do on my show is I was like, oh, maybe I'll pick another female podcaster and just have some girl talk, right? About something different each week. I thought the first one, like I said, I would do on anal. I asked you to come on now. I made sure I didn't find out ahead of time because me and you do rap outside of the show ever since you've been on my show. We do podcast talk with each other, but I didn't want to know whether you had ever done it, whether it was on your bucket list, because I just wanted to have that kind of conversation here with you now. So what is the deal with anal with you? Like, have you ever tried it? Yes. (laughs) I, I, I love anal. I love something in my ass every time I have sex. Really? You're like DP. It doesn't have to to be a dick. No. I mean like my butt plug, like I, it's like, you know, lube and my butt plug are pretty much almost always in play every time I have sex and then some sort of vibrator or something. Yeah. So clit stimulation, dick inside of you, and then a butt plug also and lube. Like there's a lot of stuff going on in that scenario. <laughs> there is a lot of stuff going on. I guess I'm, I'm high maintenance to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a second, I got to get my blood plug, my lube. What else did you have yeah. going on there? Oh my God, your vibrator. You got <laughs> Some kind of something or my hand. Yeah, I can rock it old school, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I find, honestly, I find the butt plug helps me have more G-spot orgasms because it just, yeah, it, it pushes the guy's, you know, the head of his dick right where I need it and, um, feels amazing. So, yeah. But for people that that. haven't got there, this is what I think. And this is why I started off saying like, it just gets a really bad rap. It's like this type of thing where like a lot of people, don't know how good it is. That's what I think, you know, personally. And even as somebody that loves it, I, it for me, anal sex is never on the menu 24 seven. It is, it is like a special in my restaurant. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like, oh, uh, every day if I like anal and I love it that, oh, you could fuck me in the ass. No, I might have a month where I just, all I want is you to put it in my ass. And then I could go six months where I don't even think about that. I just yeah. want like my clit stimulated. You know, I could just click in and click out of different things. And, but like anal is, like I said, not something always on the menu, but when it is, and when I like it, it's really good. And I just think there's guys in anal and that's one story that we're going to talk about. But first I want to talk about like women and why so many women haven't tried it and they think it's like so awful. And I think it's because they haven't done it properly. When I was young, I really wanted to try everything. So I was like, I don't know. I was the one asking my first boyfriend that I had, like, can we do anal? Like, you know, let's have anal sex. (laughs) Me too, anal. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like always asking my boyfriends, let's do anal. You know, I just wanted to try it. But I was always comfortable taking control of things sexually. Like if I thought the guy wasn't like, he's going down on me and he wasn't in the right spot, I'd be like, move up, lick my clit, like do this. Oh, can you hold that? Like I would direct, you know, cause I, I yeah. knew how to get myself off and I would teach my guy cause I always wanted to come, <laughs> you know, it was important right. to me. So I just, yeah. I, and I, I sp- spoke up. So for me, I always took that dick and I, I guided it into myself. And I think that is like, key never did I have a guy I mean I had guys try to just like shove it in there and it's like I don't fucking think so and I think that's what happens to a lot of women most of the women that don't like it they had that one guy that was pushing them they said okay and they didn't know that they need to be really turned on and you got to go a little slow in the beginning and all the things that go into it to really actually enjoy it you can't just shove it in there right or can you just have it shoved in Okay, well, I have. There's times where I have have had it shoved in, but but oh yeah, because you like BDSM, and, I forgot. 
Right. So sometimes, and that was like a little punishment, but it ended up like, I love to get into trouble and then be punished. And you know, that's hot for me, but nor, but uh, it's not so well, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of pleasure in the pain, but I'm not talking about like, like really bad pain, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that, that experience, that one experience was just that, was super hot when I was just being naughty and being a little brat. And then, you know, and so basically, and I didn't want anal sex, but I had to, I had to take it anyway with his fingers in me, anal sex. And then my vibrator, I came so hard. Oh my God. It was amazing. But for most women, yeah, you need, you need a warm up. You need a lot of lube and you need, I, that's why butt plugs are great. Try a butt plug because that'll warm you up. It relaxes your butthole and gets you ready. And guys don't go just shoving it in like that. That is going to turn her off. You got to go slow and don't do it unannounced because again, women don't like that. We don't want to be surprised. Sometimes it's just not the right scenario for that. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Are you like me and like every day at around 3 p.m. you start to feel tired <laughs> and you want another cup of coffee, but you know if you have another cup of coffee, you're just going to feel jittery and jacked up for the rest of the day. And then no matter what time you go to sleep, you're not going to be able to go to sleep. <laughs> That's what happens to me if I have a second cup of coffee, okay? <laughs> but I started using Magic Mind Productivity Drink and it quickly became the perfect substitution. It's my new ritual. Every day at about 3 p.m., I take the shot and it totally gets me over that hump without making me feel jacked up or jittery. It just makes me more productive, more focused, and I get more done in less time. And that's because it has natural nootropics inside that improve attention, focus, and cognition. So if you're like me and you need that pick me up at about 3 p.m. or you just want to improve your attention and get more shit done, then get yourself some magic mind. And the good news is I have a 20% off code to share with you. It's strictly 20. To use it, just go to magicmind.co slash strictly and enter the code strictly 20 at checkout. The best part is they have a money back guarantee. And if you get the subscription, it's 40% off. But let me tell you, my 40% code only lasts for 10 days. So hurry up and sign up. Go to magicmind.co slash strictly and use my code strictly 20. Or you just go to the description, click on the link and use the code strictly 20. 
Yeah, no, you have to be like for me, the way I would always do it. And this is for the girls that are listening. You need to just yeah. try it. And this is how you have to try it. I used to try to teach my girlfriends. because, like, I would always like take the dick behind me and I would always hold it. And I would be like stimulating myself or he's, do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Doing something and yeah. you're just wait till you're really, really turned on. And then I would go like super slow and let it go in like as slow. And then I, I let myself relax and open open up and relax and open yeah. up. And then by the time you're ready for it to go in, I'm like good for like three ins and outs. And I come like, I, I, I go right. like it, you can't, you can't hold out very long with anal because there are so many nerve endings in there. It's like the most intense orgasm you'll ever have. Right. Yeah. For you too. Right. Oh. I think for anybody, cause there's a million oh, nerves yeah. in there. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, um, that's, I mean, that's why it's, that's why it's so good. <laughs> I mean, that's why yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why people have to have, try it. You've got to get, yeah, you just have to get that initial, past that initial stage where you're just like, where you're tight, you know, where it's tight and you're, you're, you're tense. Once you relax into it and like you said, we just go slow. As slow as you want. That's the key. Do not let some guy shove it in. Like you were in control. I hold that dick. I like, I don't mind. I don't mind them. Tr I don't mind them being in control of their dick. I actually would rather be in control of my clit while they're, while they're doing their thing. But and cause that really helps, you know, like you said, when you, when you're right there on the edge and then they just put it and then you finally put it in. Oh my God, it's over. It's over. I mean, you're like, you're going to have a really, really, oh my God. I mean, the, the intensity of the orgasms is amazing. It just feels so fucking good. Yeah. I, I mean, women have got, you've got to try this. Do not leave this planet without trying put it on your bucket list is what you're saying, but yeah, you have to do it. The problem is you like. Like I said, you have to do it the right way. And if you really yes. kind of loosen up and relax and do it on your terms when it feels good for you, it will feel fucking great. Because listen, the minute the guy puts his dick in there for me, I don't sometimes don't feel it. Sometimes it kind of hurts. But like the more turned on I get, there's then the yeah. feeling changes and it actually it does. feels good. I don't even need to yeah. use lube. And I don't know if that's really embarrassing to say. And I don't know why. I think you are a little lubed in there or I get wet and that goes there. I don't know what it is, but I've never even needed I don't know. lube. No, I always have to have lube. I have to have lube. No, I, I, I need my lube. I want, I don't want to, unless like I said, you can dry fuck me, but that means I've been naughty. And again, that's exciting too. It's, you know, it's really, and I am so wet at that point. Like it's like when someone, if I do like the feeling of someone kind of forcing it in, like if I'm in that mood and in that mode and with that right person, but, but generally speaking, you know, yeah, you gotta, and you know, you don't want to be surprised with it. You want to know it's coming. You want to know someone's going to do it. But again, I really say like for women practice with a butt plug, get a little butt plug, you know, try it out, wear it around the house. You'll see that, you know, your butthole relaxes and then, you know, it's easier to get something else in there. So I have a really like funny anal sex story that really <laughs> makes me look like a whore. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, I have this boyfriend, uh, who didn't have a lot of experience. He was kind of like a hippie burning man type of guy. And so all the girls he had been okay. with were like hippie. I don't know. He just didn't have a lot of experience. Yeah. And, uh, so he hadn't done anything. He actually couldn't even get it up when I started banging him, but I was so horny for him because it was such a dysfunctional relationship that I'd be like, put it in soft. I talked about this on my 500th episode. Just put it in soft. Yeah. I, and I would get off. I didn't care. I was so hot for him. So one day we're kind of cuddling, you know, I'm little spoon. He's big spoon. He's big. <laughs> 
he's behind me and uh, before we go to sleep and like we're like he's like rubbing on me and everything and then I like take his dick and I put it in my ass and we have anal sex you know and it's all good and it's great and so then like the next day we're like hanging out and I was like oh so like do you like anal and he's like I've never had it I don't know and I'm like <laughs> I'm like we just had it last night <laughs> He had no, he didn't even know he was in the different hall. I'm like, how do you not fucking know? We had it last night. Like, I I didn't know. He had no clue. That's hilarious. I mean, how, I don't like, does that say something bad about him or something bad about me? Because some people would maybe say like, why is your asshole that loose? I don't know. (laughs) I'm kind of wondering that myself, why your asshole's that loose? That he didn't even know. I mean, no, that's why I think it's so funny because I'm just like, he's okay. like, uh, yeah. I got a question for you, though. What about coming your ass? Mm, you know, I don't, I don't I don't like coming my ass. I do not like coming my ass. If I get if I get coming my ass, it's definitely a punishment. Oh, really? Yeah, you're into the whole BDSM thing. I'm not into that at all. And I don't really even remember whether I've had that any like I don't even I think that I have, and that's like the fun part of it because you don't have to worry about it. You're not going to get pregnant, you know, when I was younger and would do it. Um, yeah. But I don't have like, a, it's not like, oh, yeah, that's great, or no, I don't want it. Yeah, I don't like it dripping out of me. I don't want some, you know, creamy shit coming out of my ass. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that post-coital drip. I mean, I love it. I love it coming out of my pussy i think that's hot i that i love i do not like it coming out the other way i don't know why it's just a thing i just don't like it yeah that's interesting see a lot of times for me you know with anal because you know you really want to have safe sex and i won't do a like if i'm doing anal with just like a booty call guy and that's why you know and he i know for a fact he's fucking other people like you're put doing it with a condom right are you, um, so can you have an orgasm just from anal penetration or do you need some sort of clitoral stimulation? I did only once and it was like, I, and it, because he wouldn't stop and he forced me and it was the only other time too that I actually had a double orgasm through that. This was a guy that was very yeah. um, forceful and uh, it was interesting because it is kind of like your BDSM world where people are switches. You know, this was a guy that I was dating and he was so quiet and passive and mellow he happened to be extremely good looking he and he didn't know it he was just like one of those guys and he and and he like once was like having sex with me in the ass and he, he wouldn't stop and then he went again like normally when i come once like just stop because i'm too sensitive he wouldn't yeah. and he refused and he kept going and then got me to come again and then without any kind of thing so you know, yeah. I guess I don't like to push past those places, but I probably could have other things happening if I did more often. This was the only guy who went against me. I'm typically pretty aggressive. Like if I say fucking stop, people listen. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then that happened, you know, but what about anal for guys? You know, that is a thing that I always try to get guys to try it too, you know? It's no yeah. different for guys. There are so many guys out there that would never do it because of the connotation. They won't even let you put a finger in their ass, right? I know. A lot of guys, yeah, a lot of guys won't do it. I've actually fisted a guy. And, what? Um, oh my God, stop. In <laughs> yeah. his ass? I don't know that I'd want to. In his ass? Yeah. That's where you fist him. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> where else would it be? 
wait a second what was were you like the dom in that situation was this like a bdsm fantasy of yours okay so it was it was on his bucket list we were crossing off things on mine he wanted to cross off things on his and one of his things was fisting that was not even on my radar and i i was like but you know i'm i'm a gamer it's what is that yolo 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 (laughs) i love it (laughs) yeah so i was just like yeah i'm a gamer i'll do it and but but i let him he really led and i just sort of did what he wanted me to because i don't know i don't know anything about sticking fists and ass i mean like that was my first time and um and so we had to we had he had this whole set of toys where he warmed up we warmed up his ass you know we got we went we went from butt plug to like glass dildos and then they got bigger and then then you know with a lot of lube and then i started to kind of get my you know hands in there and i didn't want to just go right like this i i sort of like tucked my thumb in like that so that i wouldn't I was trying to make my hand as small and compact as I could make it. And then once I got, once I got it in there and he's, you know, he's on his, he's on his back and I'm watching him and his, I mean, he's just rock fucking hard. Like he is so into this that, and once I finally got my fist in there and, and the sounds that he was making were so, I've never heard a man make sounds like that. He was so into it. And then I was just kind of, you know, kind of twisting motion. He was getting more and more excited. And when he finally, I mean, he had the biggest orgasm I've ever seen a man have without me touching his penis. I did not touch his penis. And he wasn't touching it either. No, no, it was straight on prostate orgasm. Wait, let me ask you, was this, was this on his bucket list because he had never done it before or he just wanted to do it with you? Had he like, was this his first experience? He'd never done it, but he'd done, he'd done, um, you know, he'd done ass play, you know, with himself. And he actually had one of those, um, sex machines, you know, that where you put different size dildos on and you know, you can fuck yourself with it. Oh, he he was like a professional play with his ass guy. I mean, this guy was a professional. Oh, he, no, this ass play was his thing. And, um, it was weird. I, when I first met him, like, I didn't know how I felt about that, to be honest with you. You know, there's, I've had a lot of firsts and a lot of like, uh, you know, I'm okay. You know, cause I'm like, well, YOLO, I'm going to do it. And, um, it was, it, it was actually pretty hot. I mean, I, I have to say just again, to see a man react like that and to know that it was solely for me doing it, there was nothing else going on, but what I was doing and I made that happen. Yeah. It was, I was all about it. Now, did you do that again with him or was that like a one and done situation? No, we did it. We did it a couple more times. Yeah, we, we, we did. But you know, again, that's something like you really plan for. You don't just like surprise somebody with. (laughs) (laughs) But let me ask you this. Did he want to do it to you then? I mean, did you ever do that? No, I did not. I, that is not on my list. Uh, anal, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with anal. I'm fine if you have, I mean, although don't you think there's a limit to what you can stick in your ass? I don't want fit. I've tried double penetration just with a dildo and a, and a dick. I don't want someone's fist. In yeah, my, didn't you, you know. start off this podcast saying that you always want something in your ass at this? Isn't it a little bit like, I mean, a butt plug, a dick, like same shit. You have something in your ass. A butt plug is small. I mean, you know, it's it's like that, you know, like a, the circumference of it. It's, it's smaller than a penis. Just, right, right, right. It just, right. Gets your, just gets your ass warmed up. And then it also helps when you want, you know, what, like I said, with that extra, because you, as you talked about, 
when you get into, you know, it's tight for them around the entrance of your vagina, but then when you go inside, then, you know, there's a little more room to maneuver. And that, when you put the butt plug on the other side there, that oh, sandwiches in, right. makes it tight in there. And then you feel everything he's doing. And that really helps with your G-spot orgasms, helps with mine. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I always would like like a finger or something in there at some, at some point too. I know yeah. for guys, what, how I have got guys that were super closed off to anything anal because of their stigma and stuff. I would do this little thing while I was blowing every guy and I did it to every guy and most every guy leaned into it. Okay. I never told them about it. There was no warning. I didn't shove anything up in their ass or anything like that. I'm not rude. (laughs) But what I would do when I was blowing them is I would like take my thumb knuckle right? But like, Mm -hmm. you know, I would bend my thumb like that. You could see on the video if you go see the video, but like, you know, bend your thumb and in the middle, right? This is because to me, like when you're like really turned on, it's like a drunk person. You could, you know, that's when you want to have conversations with somebody (laughs) that you, you know, you want to get them to do shit. Like don't have it before. Don't have it after. Have it during the fucking turn on scenario because people are like drunk, right? Like it's like, so, you know, I never would say before I'm blowing the guy like, do you mind if I put my finger in their ass? Because they would say no, you know? Um, But what I would do is while I'm blowing them and they're so like horny and they're in this drunken state, I would like slide my... my thumb <laughs> no but serious I'm telling you this is like a good way and every yeah. guy loved it and they were always super surprised and never was anyone mad I would do the thumb like knuckle I wouldn't stick the thumb in it was just the knuckle so it creates like yeah. this little v-shaped yeah. thing and I would put it right there and I can't tell you like I would say nine out of ten times the guy as I was getting him more turned on he would start pushing into it because it would yeah. feel good you know what I mean and he would push into it more and more and I got so many guys to be like what the fuck was that move like that felt good it's like yeah that's called ass play yeah you know I didn't I surprised a guy uh same thing kind of did that while um he was behind me and I was on my side and he was on his side and I reached back and I was getting his, you know, doing that to right around, right around his asshole. And actually I, I can get put enough pressure between, you know, in the taint area, Mm -hmm. uh, where I can, where I can get, put a lot of pressure on a guy's, um, prostate and give him a prostate orgasm outside uh, without really, that makes sense. Uh huh. So maybe that's what I'm doing with my knuckle because it's pushing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what you're doing. And I did, I, w- I did that and he came instantly and he was like, Whoa, yeah. what the fuck did you just do? He couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you like anytime that. I would do that, not one guy would be like move because it, they're in the middle of it. They're horny already. Then I put it there and then it feels okay. Maybe they don't really care or they're, you know, they're too yeah. busy to say stop because they don't want me to stop blowing them. So right. they, and yeah. then the more turned on that they would get nine out of 10 times, like I said, they would be pushing down on it and put moving to get in more, you know, uh, because yeah. they knew it felt good. The same way it would feel for me. I know that in the beginning, you're like, oh, okay, maybe it hurts. Maybe it doesn't feel like anything, but the more turned on you get, if you really go with it, you start to like open up and loosen up and then you start to feel it and it feels like really good. And like I said, every single guy was like pushing in on it and they're like, what the fuck? That was so good. Same thing. Like you said, I know, I don't know. I don't know why, like why guys 
avoid this. Like it's not, it's, it's not a gay thing. Every, every man has a prostate. So you should, you know, it's there, it's yours. You really should explore it if you haven't and just do it yourself. You know I mean? Yeah. Like you, you can just play around with a little toy, put something in there, you know, figure it out. But, um, it, it, I have never had a single complaint from one guy that said, no one's ever said, Oh, that didn't feel amazing. You know, they were no, I usually know. pretty blown away. And don't you feel like, I don't know, half the guys, listen, I am sure there are guys out there that really have not played with their assholes, but like, I just think that there's so many guys out there for every one guy that says, no, I would never. And I don't want it is another guy that says that same exact thing, but is at home shoving shit in his ass all the time and try it. <laughs> I mean, are you curious? I don't know. I just don't understand the I brain. Know. How could you like, how could you not? I mean, why, why would you not at least explore that yourself? You know, because you could say, you could just say, yeah, I've tried it. I don't like it, you know, and that would be that. But, but I, I don't think, think it's, just, it's a gay thing or like the stigma attached yes, to it, like that it means there's something. There's a stigma. Yeah. It means something. It means you're you're heteroflexible or you're heading in that direction or, I, you know, I don't know. But And that's why not, the force move, not the force move, but the little sl- like thing where I stick it sneaky, in without them going. Yeah, yeah. Even the guys that know they secret like it, they can like blame it on me. Like you forced me to do it. I didn't know, you know, I and know. then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think a lot of guys that have that stigma for the ones that are actually secretly pleasuring themselves and they like it, they still are not going to cop to it. They're going to be like, no, don't fucking do it. You know, because they have everything else when they're with you. So they'll just keep their little private anal play by themselves. What percentage of guys do you think have legitimately truly played with their, with their prostate or, you know, played around with ass play? Oh, what do you, what do you think? Like I would say 71%. <laughs> what would you 71. say? Yeah. 71. Um, I'm going to say it's higher than that. I'm going to oh, say you do think. it's, yeah, I think it's probably 90%. Men are very sexual. They can't help it. They'll if they'll stick their dick in just about anything, I mean, just to <laughs> right. jack off. Right? Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, they'll, they'll hump a pillow, you know, I mean, yeah. like they, they'll, yeah. if they want to get off, they'll do what they have to do. And I just feel like it just makes sense to me that they're going to, they're going to explore that area. And you know, whether they want to admit it or not. I think it's about 90. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I knew that I wasn't going to go like 50 50. I wasn't I was going to say more than half. And I didn't even think of that fact of like you said, like guys are just super like sexed up all the time. They can't They're help sexed it up all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? why wouldn't you? And I do. I like I said, I think that they don't when they're home. I, I, I always love those guys that come on my show that cop to it because they're like anonymous, you know, um, and yeah. the shit that they tell me that they've shoved up their themselves and you know we've all heard of the doctors in the emergency room that talk about What's it like the weirdest thing you put inside yourself well me me yes, no I, I, well, i'm gonna tell you what guys have told me I, there was one guy i remember him specifically he was a gi joe guy we have three minutes for th- this thing he was a gi joe guy okay and he it was no, he wasn't a GI Joe guy. He was a military guy, but he would shove GI Joe uh, dolls that he had up his ass when he. No. <laughs> yeah, I had um another one who was like a. It was like an electric <laughs> toothbrush. I mean, and they do say that, like, you know, a lot of times a lot of people get stuff stuck. I had a guy on recently that called in, and he was. I got a butt plug stuck in my ass. What? Did you have to go to the doctor? No, I I. 
thank God. No, I had to, get, but it was really hard to get it out when it's up in up there and you're on, you go and you you're sit not on supposed, the toilet. You're supposed to leave the end out. You didn't leave the end out. Of course I left the end out, but you can get so relaxed that I have, see, I've made every mistake you can with a butt plug. If, if the stem is too small like that, when you're, when you, if the stem is that small, you can get really relaxed and or you're having aggressive sex, your legs are going everywhere and it can just get sucked, sucked right <gasps> up in there. Oh my God. So how did you and get it you out? Think about it, because think about it when you're orgasming and when you're, when yeah, you're, your muscles when you're, pull. Yeah. When you're clenching down, you're pulling kind of up and in, right? So I didn't realize it was lost till, you know, I wanted to go pee after sex and I went and sat on the toilet and I'm like, wait a minute, where's my book plug? Where is it? Where is it? And I'm, oh and I'm like, my oh God. my God. And I thought, I'm going to have to call this guy and he's going to have to dig in my ass to get this thing out. And trying trying to reach around up into your own ass is very oh awkward. Especially you're Imagine all done like, and you're not horny anymore you, either. Oh my how God. Do, how do you get the leverage you need? So I, I finally like just got my fingers up in there and got it. Oh my God. It was, it was awful. I wasn't, I mean, I'm like, what am I going to say? Um, excuse me. Can you come in here, please? No. No, that's so bad. But. I lost um, uh, butt, anal butt beads. The same guy who had anal sex and didn't even <laughs> know it, that hippie, he was so cool. Like, he would just try anything. Anything I threw at him, he tried. I'm like, can I just put some of my anal butt beads in your ass? Because I like those. And so he let me and I went to pull them out right when he was about to come and the thing broke. So, <gasps> yeah. And he came. And so I was able to get them out. But it was like you having to find that thing. I mean, you know, it's one thing when you're relaxed and horny. It's a whole other thing when you've come down from that high, you know? Oh, and it, oh, well, it gets you right out of that high. I mean, it instantly, like, you are, you go from, like, bliss to panic. You know, like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm already envisioning, you know, what I'm going to be saying to the operating room, or not the operating, the emergency room people about what is stuffed up in my ass and how it got there. So, yeah, you definitely want to make sure that you have, because uh, I, I, my, this was, this was back when I was sort of a newbie with uh, butt plugs and I had gotten just a really small, like an extra small butt plug just so I could, you know, it was like a little starter and <laughs> quickly realized it's small. I'm not an extra small back there. <laughs> oh my God. That is so embarrassing if you had to go to the doctor, but I think that they have like a lot of those stories, you know, you always hear about it. Like they're just constantly pulling things out and the stuff that people tell me that they've put yeah. inside. I mean, it's pretty crazy. I think doctors, you know, you would go I and I don't even think they'd crack a smile. They just be like, whatever, but I'm sure they go home and tell their friends. Oh, of course. I mean, and I almost had one fall out. I had a butt plug in and I was at target and I hit that. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. You put it inside you and then you're like, I'm going to go shopping. I mean, was this like a, you were like a Dom sub thing that you were forced to like take your butt plug out at your shopping spree? Yeah. He just wanted me to put it in and wear it. And, you know, and so, and I, I well, and I, I didn't, again, this is when I just was first learning about these and, and what actually happens is how, you know, it, it's there to relax your butt muscles. You know, it loosens you up. And, so after you've had it in for a while, that effect happens. Well, I'm in Target. I mean, I, I almost lost it one in church when I was taking communion. Oh, my God. You it, really? In church? In church. You sinner. I know. <laughs> I was seriously, I'm like, what? And you know what the floor of a church sounds like? And that's that's stainless steel. It hits the. It would have hit the ground. It would have made the loudest noise. 
I would have kicked that thing under a pew and kept going like I had no idea what was going on. Oh. I would have just. But wait, so what were you wearing? Like a dress and a G-string? Like how? Like, so it's like all of a sudden it's coming out in your target. What do you do? Like run to the bathroom and take it out? I'm clenching my butt cheeks. I'm walking really funny. And I had this jumper on and I just basically I had to reach back there and poke it. While I'm walking out the door, <laughs> pushing my cart with one hand, poking, you know, I had to, I had, it was, it was either that or it was like, I was just right as I left, you know, I was checking out, I could feel it coming out and I'm like, oh my God. And I just like, you know, clenched up and started walking really like shuffling my feet like that, pushing my cart and just, I reach back and I'm like, poke. And then, but, and then I had to poke it again before I got to my car. Cause it just was too far. And, but fortunately it didn't come out. So. Okay. But the million dollar question that every guy that's listening wants to know is like, was this like a turn on for you? Like, were you turned on while you were in target? Like, yeah. because you had a, yeah. like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It gets you, uh, it makes you wet. It gets you lubricated. Like I can feel it pushing pressure, you know, on the other side there. It's almost like having a finger inside your vagina, you know, and just like walking it, around doing your business and like, nobody knows that must be a part of it. And that's on, the other, right? Yeah. I feel so naughty, you know, here I, I just, you know, I'm walking around in my little jumper, you know, it's summertime and here I am, you know, looking like the girl next door and I'm walking around with a book plug, you know, it's yeah, it's exciting. Oh my God. Next time I'm in, in Target and I see the soccer mom walk by me, I'm going to be like, that's right. You never you know. Like, you might be sporting a butt plug and I just don't know it. <laughs> it's always the ones you don't you never, realize. <laughs> it's a, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was, yeah, I've almost lost one. I will say the one thing you don't do is like one time I had a guy, he just decided he wanted to have anal sex with me, had not discussed it. I had my butt plug in. And he like pulls my butt plug out mid stroke while he's fucking me, pulls it out. You know, he's fucking me doggy, pulls it out and then tries to shove it in my ass. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. I turned around and I was like, no, you do. I told him, I'm like, you do not pull a woman's butt plug out mid stroke and just try to cram it in. This is something you ask permission. <laughs> Did he put it back in? At that point, um, I'm like, just. Just drop it on the floor, you know? Right, like. right, right. Oh, my God. But he probably was like, oh, she's going to need something bigger now, right? I'm just going to put it in. But wait, well, he was, had big, was anal for you? He had a big one. Okay, but it was anal for you, like, on your bucket list? Or were you like me where you did it, like, long before? Like, I mean, did it, you start yeah. out when you were younger, like, trying it out? Or did, was this something that you did after your three-year, like, virginity stint? No, I, tr I, tr I had tried anal uh, once before when I was uh, 25 with a boyfriend of mine and he wanted to do it. And I thought, yeah, you know, there's something kind of naughty about it. I was up for it. I'm like, why not? Let's try it. And it was good. And I liked it. And we did it. You know, I think we did it a couple of times over the course of our relationship. And that, but then that was that. And I hadn't, that I hadn't done it for, gosh, a long time. And then uh, I'm like, okay, well, let me, you know, I never, I never had any toys in my ass though. I, I just was still kind of real new to it and hadn't actually realized, played around with it enough to realize how good it does feel, you know, and how the, the intense orgasms you can have from it. So, well, when did you um, get back on that bandwagon? Was it then when you started this curious girl diaries phase of your yes. life that you were like, oh, let me put that back on and experience, you know, let's put that. Yeah, let's let's circle back on that and 
see how, you know, really if we can, cause I would, you know, hear how women loved it, you know, and how great it was. And I'm like, huh, okay. I gotta, I gotta, go back to that. And so, yeah. And, and God, I mean, there, I can't think of a guy that I've been with that doesn't want to do that. Right. So. That didn't want to try it. Right. Oh, they, nobody was, wasn't, hold on, hold on. Let me think about it. Oh, you know what? I did have a couple guys that had never had anal sex that, that I did have anal sex with them and they loved it because it was their first time. It was their first time. Yeah. And they were just like, Whoa. Yeah. So listen, Layla, you came on here. We talked all about anal. We had a good conversation. I think people will learn a lot. Now, what do, so people go check out your podcast. You have a podcast it's called The Curious Girl Diaries. Uh, you could find it anywhere you find this podcast. What is on your bucket list that people should log on and start listening? Like, what are the new things that are in the horizon for you that you're going to try before we leave? Yes. I am, uh, the one thing, my Mount Kilimanjaro, my Mount Everest, and you're not, it's going to have a hard time believing this one, threesomes. I have yet to have a threesome, but I have a guy that's good to go. And I have another couple of prospects that are good to go. So, the, you know, people who are just listening to this, go check out your podcast. I will put links to your podcast uh, uh, in your description. And you were also on my show recently, so hopefully a lot of people have heard that episode and I was on your show. So they could go to your show and listen to my episode yep. of you interviewing yep. me. Um, but this was all about anal and thanks so much for sharing your stories and coming back on. We'll see you You're again welcome. for sure, either yes. every time or at least another time when you have your threesome. Yeah, thank you. All thanks right. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly